Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker, and you're tuned in to Next Level Leader Podcast. I am so excited to have you a part of this podcast wherever you are listening from around the world. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you for continuing to share this podcast with folks all around the world. This is the place where we gather together as leaders, sharpen each other. We believe what the Word of God says, that iron really does sharpen iron. For us, this is about helping people become the leader God has placed them on the planet to become. There is a leader in all of us. just needs to be birthed, nurtured, developed, all those different things. And oftentimes, it's about exposure. That's why you are listening today. I'd love for you to follow me. Follow me at Joseph Walker 3. It would mean a lot to me if you did that. I'd love to connect with you. That's the space where I connect on Instagram. That's Joseph Walker, the number three. Let me know where you are listening from. If you're a first timer, let me know. I'd love to connect with you. Love you to be a part of many of the things that we are doing, planning, and sharing. JosephWalker3.org is our content page. You can get books and all kinds of things there that we believe can be a blessing to your life. Today, we are going to talk about something very, very important. When the budget doesn't match your vision. Now, I already know everybody who's listening to me right now is saying, wow, <laughs> that happens quite often. And I think it's important to understand something. I tell people all the time, that you really have to understand if you really have a vision that's from God and you can afford it, that's not a vision. That's just a good idea. Vision is always bigger than your bank account. It's bigger than your budget. It's something that stretches you. It pushes you in places that you've never been pushed before in your willingness to trust God. Today, I want to talk about that. And when there is that disconnect, You've got this great vision, you're a leader, you've got all these extraordinary things you want to do. You're like, where is the money to get this stuff done? First of all, it's important for you to remember this. And I think this is a, just out of the gate, one of the most important things I've shared with people. Clear vision always attracts provision. Let me say that one more time. Clear vision always attracts provision. Whenever you have a vision and the cause is right, the agenda is right, the motive is right, that vision will always, once delineated with clarity, attract provision, meaning that partners will come alongside and want to invest and support something that's going to make a difference in the earth. Now, please understand, the vision has to be something that's more transformational than it is transactional. So whatever you're doing, you have to ask yourself, is the vision about uplifting community? Yes, there is a bottom line. There is a, there's nothing wrong with you being, you know, an entrepreneur, trying to make money. All that's great. But the end game should be something that you are making better in the earth, 
And by doing that, it draws people to the idea that they are part of something bigger than themselves. So whenever that vision is given with clarity, like really broken down and explained in all aspects, not just the what we're doing, but the why we choose to do it, it will always attract provision. There are people, investors, people with capital looking to pour into visions that are going to make a difference in communities all around this world. So that's number one. Number two is to work in scale and in stages. One of the things that I have learned being very aspirational, sometimes ambitious, moving fast, wanting to get things done, I have learned the leadership how to take my time and operate in scale and stages. Meaning that I've got to know where I am. I've got to be very clear about what my capacity is monetarily, budgetarily, and work with that scale initially. Maximize where I am now. Make sure that I am not going over budget, but to operate at that scale. And then to stage out the various things I'm trying to do. For example, there are things that acquisitions you may be looking at. There are expansions you're looking at. You don't have to go and just do it all at one time. Pace yourself. Do this in stages, allowing yourself to raise capital, to to be able to say, I'll do this well, maybe in a year I'll do that. Sometimes if you're like me, maybe you just want to get it all done because you're just, you know, visual. Like I just see it all in one place, but I've learned now. I have learned sometimes the hard way. It is best to scale what you do and to do it in stages. You're putting this demand on yourself for no reason. Stop rushing it. Take your time. The best way is to be able to pay cash for a thing, save up the cash for the next phase, and then pay cash for that. Man, I'm talking to that small business owner right now who says, I got to get the building. I got to get every room done. Sometimes you just take a portion of the building, outfit it for your needs right now, and then expand a little later. You don't have to do everything all at one time, and then you end up with overhead, and you don't have the base to support it. Here's number three. Share your vision with those who can help you. And this is very similar to what I indicated in the first point about Your vision attracts provision. You've got to know how to share your vision with people who can help you. There are people in various communities and organizations. You've got to get your vision before those people, not in a begging way, not in a way that's uh, inappropriate, but just being able to get in spaces where you can share what you are attempting to accomplish and put that in front of the people who can absolutely help you. That just comes a moment you've learned how to ask. You know how to share your vision in a way that people begin to inquire how they can come alongside. How can they support? How can they invest? How can they be a partner in it? And you'd be amazed at the amount of people, once you do something like that, that will come alongside and support everything that you're trying to do. So this is important. So make certain that you absolutely share your vision with those who can help you. and maybe the other side of saying that is that stop sharing your vision with people who can do nothing for you other than complain and talk about it. You've got to be willing to put your vision in front of people that can pray for you, that can help finance you, that can create opportunities and access for you. That's what you want to do. Here's number four. I want you to invest in someone else's vision and others will 
ultimately invest in yours. I say this all the time. You know, I pastor a church, Mount Zion Church in Nashville, and there's so many visionaries in our ministry. I mean, many who are listening to me right now. And their investment into the vision of Mount Zion, into something other than themselves, they are pouring into the vision of the house. And as a consequence, God is sending people to invest in their vision. See, I've learned if you don't sow into something bigger than yourself, how can you expect someone else to sow into you to support you? So this is why the Bible says where there is no vision, the people perish. Because if there is no vision, there's no visionary, and consequently there is no provision brought forth, and therefore things wither and they die away. Every time God gives your leader a vision, watch this, you should be rejoicing because God says, I'm going to make sure provision comes to you because you're going to have to finance it. That's why all these years I've been pastoring, God's been giving vision and vision and vision, and I have seen God increase the lives of his people in order that they can support the vision going forward. So it's incredibly important that you identify a vision other than your own and be willing to sow into it so that you will attract others to sow into yours. It is a law of reciprocity, and I believe that that's what happens. When you bless someone else, God will send someone to be a blessing to you. Here's number five. Don't compare. (laughs) Man, you cannot go through this comparing yourself to other people. You see, the issue is (laughs) when you start comparing, then you start stretching yourself beyond your own resources. Yes, you got a vision. The budget doesn't match it. And you're comparing and you're saying, but oh, they're doing this and doing that. But they're doing it at a different scale because they've already attracted the resources. They've already attracted the funding. So stop comparing yourself to others and just come to a place where you say, Now I want to do what I am called to do without the pressure of competing and comparing because that's where the emotion comes in and that's where the unwise decisions about spending, going into debt come into play. It is incredibly important that you declare today, I will no longer compare. Because here's the deal. Number six, don't go broke trying to compete. I have seen it over and over and over again. I need a bigger building. They got a bigger building. I want a bigger building than that. They've got a new car. I want a bigger car than that. So you're going to go broke trying to compete with people who are at a different level. I see it all the time. Jasmine, you've got to get to a place the Bible says, godliness with contentment is of great gain. Come to a place in your life where you're okay, where you're cool, but you're not going to spend money you don't have trying to impress people who don't even know you nor like you. This is so important. So as you move forward, as you continue to do what you know you are called to do, you got this vision, you're trying to get provision drawn to it. Listen, do not go broke trying to compete with others. Let me back up on what I've shared so far before I go to number seven. And I really want to tie a bow around this for number seven. Now, if I don't have the revenue to match the vision that I have, I've got to have a clear vision. Bring greater clarity to that vision because that's where the revenue is attracted. That's where partners are attracted. As long as my vision is clear and my why is clear, I'm not just doing this to do it, but there's a bigger narrative at stake. Tell your story and then work in scale and stages. 
Make sure you work according to where you are now, but stretch yourself. Give yourself deadlines. Give yourself benchmarks. In three years, I'll be here. I'll do that. This is what's so important. Number three, share your vision with those who can help you. There's a variety of people around you every single day that you probably have no idea who are experts in the area that you are navigating. Sometimes we can miss the blessing because we're in our own silo. We don't fellowship. We don't extend ourselves beyond what we've always done. And that's why we continue to get what we've always had. This is incredibly important. But then I want to also, listen, share my vision with those who can help me. I want to make sure that once I do this thing in stages and I've got a plan, I can talk to people that I know can absolutely help me. And I know how to talk to those people without being a nuisance, without being that begging person. I know how to communicate, get things done. Here's the next one. Don't compare. I'll lump these together. Don't compare. And number six, don't go broke. Listen, trying to compete. You're in a class all by yourself. There's nothing you need to compete with than who you were yesterday. I say it all the time, but it's so incredibly important. I mean, it is so incredibly important. If you're going to make the gap between your vision and the revenue needed to make it come to fruition shorter, you're going to have to lock in on much of what I have said today. Because ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. (laughs) The number seven principle is the game changer because you're going to have to listen carefully, promote. You're going to have to create a culture and a climate of what's that, Dr. Walker? Fiscal integrity. To make sure that your books are straight, to make sure that you are transparent about your spending and things that you're doing. Why? Because that's what attracts people. People don't want to be a part of anything that's not balance. People don't want to be a part of anything that hasn't been tested, that hasn't gone through the proper processes. And so this is why it's important because sometimes your lack of attracting vision is as small as you just getting an audit done on your existing bottom line so that you can be in full transparency for the most part with the people who are going to be investing into you. It is so important. I hear it all the time, man, but I just think it's important that we understand intelligent fiscal management. It's about planning. It's about the intersectionality of various things that occur. See, sometimes you think, you know what? (laughs) Sometimes we think, well, what's important to this person is, you know, that's what I got to work on now. But what's important to them, they see in part. You as a leader, you see in whole. You've got a variety of other things that you have to deal with all at one time. And it is going to be important that you help People around your vision understand this so that you can put the time and focus in to draw people into what you are attempting to do. Listen, the money's out there. The resources is out there. Sometimes it's just about knowing the right people, sharing with clarity your vision. Think about this for a moment. If you could take a sheet of paper and you could write a note and it would be a half a page and you could passionately talk about why you want to do what you want to do. I am so curious as to what that note would look like. 
Because that is the initial thing to draw capital to close the gap between the visionary and the funding to do what the visionary wants to see done. This stuff doesn't happen for free. It takes capital. And it's going to be important for all of us as we continue to steward this wonderful opportunity that God has given to all of us that we make certain that we tap into the capital necessary to get it done. I have been so incredibly blessed by sharing with you on today and wherever you are watching from. I want to make sure that you let me know you were tuned in today. Maybe that's capital you need. Maybe you're saying, well, what do I do? Those are great principles. What do I do? Well, a part of your relationship building is finding out where the capital is. Sometimes it's grants out there. Sometimes it's banks that provide small business loans. I mean, and when you build these relationships and people that can help you, it's not always them helping you, but them pointing you to the resource themselves. That's what's going to be incredible. So I'm praying for you that God will close that gap between the vision you have and the funding necessary to make it happen. I want to thank you so much. And I want you to follow me. Make sure you follow me at Joseph Walker 3. I need to hear from you. Send me a message and let me know the next level leader is blessing you. It means so much for me if you do that. And I also just want to thank you so much for sharing this. Share this with at least 10 people. Go out there and share this podcast and tell 10 people you need to follow. You need to be a part of what's happening here because this is the space we get practical, granular revelation concerning what we shall do next. I know without a doubt in my mind, ladies and gentlemen, there are visionaries I'm talking to now. Some have just been cut off because you haven't been able to get the resources necessary to bring your vision to fruition. But no longer will that be your narrative. You've got a game plan now. And as a visionary, I'm going to need to see you move forward and do what God has called you to do. Make no mistake about it. Sometimes it comes like a little flicker. Sometimes it just kind of comes, you know, like a mist. But then there's a moment when it comes in like a flood. Here's the deal. Let me just make a statement. Do you really believe God's going to have you out there with a vision and not fund that vision? Do you think God's that kind of God? He's just going to give you all these extraordinary things to do, but no capital to get it done? Listen to this. Where there is a vision that is under divine supervision, there will always be provision and very seldom a need for revision. Why? Because God takes care of his children. I am incredibly thankful for you tuning in today. Thank all of you so much for tuning in from around the world. It means so much to us. We don't take it for granted and we are thankful. Listen to me. We are so thankful for what God is doing. Thank you for being locked in. Thank you for spending this 20 minutes with me. And I pray that that gap between revenue and the execution of your vision gets closer and closer. So ultimately, it is all one continuum. Great things coming. And we're thankful that you are a part of it. Until next time, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker, and you be blessed. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting.